We are graced by a diversity of participants, different backgrounds, different roles, public officials, physicians, care coordinators, nurses, uh, industry, enterprise, private, public, everyone around the table, both the 250 plus participants that not just are here, but those also online, we want to say thank you for being here. A special thank you at this point is I'm going to ask Senator Chuy Hinojosa to please come uh, front. Uh, there are some of you who are public officials here as well. Uh, <clears throat> mayors from the city of Edinburgh, city of Mission, city of McAllen. Uh, thank you so much for being with here. But as a way of just representing our public officials, we've asked Senator Chuy Hinojosa, who has been uh, a staunch uh, uh, worker for our community has dedicated his entire life to public service and so we're grateful that you're here please say a word of thank you and welcome uh, to this amazing event thank you senator well thank you and thank you so much to uh, Western Governors University for putting this event together and those who organized it uh, I, I'm uh, just talking speak about a couple of issues dealing with health care uh, Quite frankly, as I listened to the previous speaker, uh, he really got down into the weeds about healthcare. Uh, very uh, knowledgeable, very informative to those of us who do a lot of work in healthcare. Uh, I, I will start by talking about our, you know, it's a Texas Rio Grande Valley Medical School. Uh, this area is a medically underserved area. It's not the only one in the state of Texas. Uh, we have created four additional medical schools here in our state. But for us, here in the valley, what we look at, what we follow at, is what happened in San Antonio. When they created the San Antonio Health Center, the medical school, it was in the 1950s, and there were nothing but ranch land, farms out in northwest San Antonio. Now it's a $35, $40 billion economic health care industry. That's what we anticipate will happen here in the Rio Grande Valley as we continue to grow and expand the School of Medicine. We created a podiatry School of Medicine this last session. So for us, uh, the medical school is very key. Uh, it's also creating cl uh, clinics health clinics throughout the Rio Grande Valley. Expanding health care. But what's important about this is that it will also attract other health care industries to locate in the valley uh, and provide jobs uh, and create a much more healthier health care system in place. And one of the challenges that we face uh, is the cost of medicine continuing increase in the cost of health care. You know, we have a tremendous shortage of nurses, not only here in Texas, but throughout the United States. We have pushed hard by creating scholarships, providing grants. We now have STC, for example, graduating 500 nurses a year because nurses are very key to a health care system. So we as a state continue to push and fund additional grant money, scholarship money, to help and expand our workforce in the nursing. But one of the issues that keeps coming up is also PAs, right? physical assistance. 
they play a very much key role, and in many places, they also do the work of a medical doctor, even though they're not medical doctors. And there's a certain amount of competition and friction, if you will, between PAs, medical doctors, and the legislature. And we try to expand the role of PAs with proper supervision for medical doctors. And we've done that. And with even some exceptions in some of the rural areas where they can work without supervision of a medical doctor. And that's important uh, because our doctors also have a tremendous responsibility, but they're also in short supply here in Texas. Our population grew by over 3 million people the last 10 years. Idawa County alone grew by over 100,000 people. So the growth is still there here in Texas. If more people move in, we continue to expand our healthcare services because it's a necessity, not a luxury. Uh, and as we work through the different challenges, we also have established an increased funding for general medical education, creating the residency slots to be able to train doctors that are graduated from our medical schools. So our hospitals play a very key role in that. So we need, in many ways, better cooperation and coordination from the hospitals, private hospitals, to work with our medical school to expand our doctors, to train our future doctors. And here in the Valley, we're also very fortunate and lucky that we have several top-notch hospitals, South Texas Health Systems, UHS up from Prussia, Pennsylvania, that's the headquarters. We have Doctors Hospital. What is done for those of us who were born and raised here years ago, we only had one hospital, one community hospital, a lack of health care. People have to travel to San Antonio, to Houston, to Dallas to get medical health care. Now the competition that's taking place between and among the hospitals has increased the number of specialties, but just as important, it has allowed and increased them to purchase state-of-the-art medical equipment. It's important. Right? So that now over 90% of the needs that are necessary to take care of the health care here in the valley is provided right down here in the Rio Grande Valley. It's important. Uh, and as we deal with this issue, keep in mind that uh, we, we still provide funding to hospitals through Medicare, through Medicaid, uh, through grants. Uh, so we, we look at that in, in a way to continue to provide health government, use some of our taxpayers' money to give back to expand health care. Uh, I, I, will, I will tell you uh, another big issue that comes up. Well, mental health. For whatever reason, I see all these rankings about mental health, how Texas ranks at the bottom. Well, I'm not sure how that's, that data is put together, but this last session, for example, we set aside $11.2 billion on mental health. It becomes a big issue, and it's a priority for the state to work with local communities. Medicaid alone, for the state of Texas, we spent over $80 billion. Our budget at the state is 350 billion. We're the eighth largest economy in the world. 
Uh, so we try to focus a lot on healthcare because we understand that healthcare is important for our workforce, it's important for students to go to school, it's important for quality of life with our families. So we, uh, so we, we are very cognizant, very much aware uh, of that. Uh, and trust me, uh, it's always a priority for us with, with the state to help out. We increase funding for community health clinics. We put close to $200 million uh, to help our rural hospitals. I think it's $100 million additional funding for our community health clinics. So we very much focus uh, on the feedback we get from you all. I mean, you all are down in the trenches working on this issue every day. Uh, so it's important you communicate to us what are the priorities that you see? What are the problems you see? Uh, for us, being part of government, we see other issues and other problems. The cost of prescription drugs is very high. Here in the United States of America, the cost of health care is twice as much as the second democratic Western country, Germany. Why? So the cost is a very much a key factor. For many, many years, they didn't allow Medicare to negotiate with the pharmaceutical companies on prescription drugs. Until now, uh, they're starting to negotiate on, on 10 of them. And it's important because it, it, it's, the government is a big payer of healthcare costs. So we can negotiate with some of these large pharmaceutical companies to lower the cost to patients uh, that they cannot afford otherwise. And some of the medication is life-saving, uh, life-saving uh, uh, medication. So we need to look at that. I'll call two quick other issues because I don't have very much time. But, but let me tell you, uh, the, the other one, and I see some of my hospital friends here, hospital billing. We, how many of us have gone to the hospital? And I see you there, Manny. Uh, and all of a sudden, some doctor comes in, we've never seen the doctor, looks at the chart, walks away, and all of a sudden we get a bill for $1,000, additional to what the hospital charge. Or the hospital bill is so complicated that you need a, an accountant, and not just any accountant, it's got to be someone who specializes in hospital billing. It's a big issue. We passed legislation to make it much simpler. Uh, I know not all the hospitals are compliance, but we're going to start continue pushing with that. And one more, I just will, one, one more quick one, it, it, because this is what's happening in reality in, in our economy. We now have all these private equity firms, okay? investors, identifying, identifying certain healthcare sectors and investing to control the price and increase the profits. It's a big deal. It's a big issue that many times we don't see and understand, but we know it's happening uh, in that that causes healthcare costs to increase. That, that, if you look at what's happening with our anesthesiologists, they do a great job. They're very key when you go to the operating room, they're part of the surgeon's team. But guess, guess what? The private equity firms are now buying them in groups and partners. So that then they control, have a monopoly, and increase the prices. So the healthcare challenges that we face are many. But our goal is to make sure that every person, every human being, 
has access to health care and affordable health care. Thank you so much. I could speak forever in this guy's time.